This is more what I would do on a weekly basis. And you could even do this monthly for your team, but I was so hands-on in marketing that I, I did it weekly. Um, and I called this my, uh, my ad scope. And so every week I would pull for them and I'm going to go through the process and tell you exactly where to find these and how to do it and how I made the document. But I would go through and pull all the best ads that I saw on Facebook, um, that, on all the spyware that I use for other ads. And I would go through and ask myself, like, what stops me? What catches my eye? What video stops me? What graphic stops me? What copy stops you? What, what headline or what button copy makes you be like, that's good copy? And so I would go through this process of basically going and looking at other people's top performing ads and ads that stopped me in my own feed. And I would collect them. I was a collector of ads. Welcome to Big Business Mistakes, hosted by Brandon and Kaylin Poulin. Here, the most successful entrepreneurs tell jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind their biggest business mistakes so that you don't make them. Ditch the fake highlight reel and get the raw truths and golden lessons of what it actually takes to scale your business from those who have done it. This is Big Business Mistakes. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Big Business Mistakes podcast. Oh, I mean show. I messed that up. <laughs> Re take that out. Take that out. Just kidding. Today, uh, we're going to talk about the one thing, like the reason why most people's ads aren't working. Oh, what you think? I think everybody, <laughs> if there's something I hear, it's my ads aren't working. Yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. So there's a lot, this, a lot, this a lot. one really big thing that I see. And it's not even like a, a tactic of like, this is what you're doing wrong specifically in this ad, but more of like a mentality around ads that I see people do wrong. So I want to dive into that today because man, over the last, what, 10 years, eight, eight, nine years. I mean, I've created or facilitated the creation of thousands, thousands and thousands of, of ads. And so uh, this big mistake that I see a lot of people make is they think that there's going to be like one ad that hits. They're like, this is the one ad. It's really like, there's not one ad that's going to put you on the map, right? There's not one ad that's like, this is going to be our ad that takes off and boom, this ad's going to, this ad's going to work. They put too many eggs in one basket of one ad. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So especially people that are moving from like doing organic content, they have really good organic content. We work with a lot of people um, that are really big organically, but they're like, man, I haven't been able to figure out ads or we're just starting to run ads or the people that, you know, draw the line in the sand are organic because they can't figure out ads. And I'm like, I'm only going to do organic because that actually works for me and now I'm spending money and it's a black hole. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that um, you can't put all your eggs in one ad. And you have to diversify those ads. You have to put out a ton of creative. I like to think of a, of of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You know, do you know this? Like when you cook spaghetti, you cook pasta, and you throw a bunch of it at the wall. And if it sticks on the wall and it stays, it's done. Yes. Do you know that? Yes. Okay. I'm like you don't cook, so I wasn't sure. I only that. know that because people say it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's like a saying, <laughs> not because I can cook anything at all. I can cook eggs. Okay, so you and know cereal. <laughs> Yeah, you're a great cereal cook. I'm a, yeah, I can pour like batter for pancakes. Yeah, but you don't pat the cereal like I like it. Yeah, I don't. Now our kids do that too. You like pad the cereal. I'm like, no, what yeah, is I pat this? the cereal so it all gets milk know, on it. Like you giving, know? I don't like dry them, cereal like... on the top. I got to pat it down. Anyway, so <laughs> so that's how I think about um, ads. For years, I was 
like I, I would get so invested in building one ad of like this ad is going to crush it. This is the one that's going to win. This is the one that's going to beat all ads. It's like the Megalodon of all ads. This is the one and I'd put all these like all my thoughts and all of this energy into one ad and then it'd be like that didn't perform how I thought it would. That didn't go how I thought it would. This isn't converting how I thought it would. And then it would be like so discouraging because it's like, man, like that was my best effort. Like that was everything I had. So if that didn't work, nothing else that I'm going to do is going to work. <laughs> you know, so it can be very discouraging to to live in that spot. Um, and so I just want to say ads are like spaghetti. You have to throw a bunch of it at the wall to find out what sticks. I'm talking like you got to throw a bunch at the yeah, wall. Yeah, I think I think over people, and over and over again. I think people underestimate. I think people underestimate the amount of creative that they have to output to find winners. And I I think it's a balance though because I think at the same time, you could just throw a bunch of crap out there, right. ask Chat Chat GPT to spit you out a bunch of stuff, and like you got to spend, you got to spend intentional energy on the quality for yep. sure. And I'm going to go through that process. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But at the same time, like we had 70 different influencers making creative for us, mm -hmm. right? Like we were buying creative by having them film content. Yeah, like that's the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but no one out converted you, of course. I tried. I tried to get, I tried to get him to out convert Caitlin. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but, but ultimately, but we did. There was like we started doing high production ads as well, mm -hmm. where we'd script them and put a lot more energy. And but some of them worked and some of them didn't. Still, yep. Just like some of the ones that took five minutes to make, some of them worked and some didn't. And then the ones that were hours or spent on, some worked and some didn't. <laughs> That's right. But but the output was insane. I mean, it depends on your volume too, mm. right? Like we were spending sixty thousand a day TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. YouTube, right? And different yeah. things work on different platforms. But if you have a core message, yep, it's and a, a message. If, if you have a core message that that connects, like it will work on all the platforms. You just have to dress it differently, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. so, so tell like you're gonna break it down. I want to hear it. Yeah. So I think just having the mentality that best known beats best, because like people right now they're fighting for like the high production type ads. Like you think like it has to be the best ad, like it has to look better. It has to be super script. It has to be super high caliber. It has to be um, what we called like pro ads. It has to be professionally done, you know? And so just knowing that best known beats best, how much creative at a high, at the highest quality that you can, how much can you put out without like breaking the barrier of thinking like, okay, I only am going to put out best ads instead of putting out everything I've got in a bunch of different ways and a bunch of different messages. Like you have to know best known beats best. And that's why people, women all over saw so many different types of ads because different things resonated with different people. And so if I just tried to say, this is the one ad that's going to work for, for everyone. And here's the five ads that I think are going to convert and work and spend all my time and energy on these. It's like, no, if I delineated that time and energy and put out 50 ads, then we'd really find out what's going to work. So the biggest mistake I see is that people don't create enough ads to find out what their actual top performing ads are. They make one ad or five ads and they put all the eggs in that basket and they wait, they sit and wait and be like, so, so how do you oh, get the it output? Doesn't work. How do you get the output? Like, yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. So on a, on a different episode, I'll talk about like how I script and create like 
these pro ads, how I actually go through scripting the ad, how I do like the shot list for the ads and I'll do that on a different one. This is more what I would do on a weekly basis. And you could even do this monthly for your team, but I was so hands-on in marketing that I, I did it weekly. Um, and I called this my, uh, my ad scope. And so every week I would pull for them and I'm going to go through the process and tell you exactly where to find these and how to do it and how I made the document. But I would go through and pull all the best ads that I saw on Facebook, um, the, on all the spyware that I use for other ads. And I would go through and ask myself, like, what stops me? What catches my eye? What video stops me? What graphic stops me? What copy stops me? What, what headline or what button copy makes you be like, that's good copy? And so I would go through this process of basically going and looking at other people's top performing ads and ads that stopped me in my own feed. And I would collect them. I was a collector of ads of all the best ones I saw. Even as I was on Instagram, I was on Facebook, I was on YouTube. I would save everything that I thought was like, that's great. Yeah, I'm going to use guys, that. That's, I'm going to copy that. This is such a good practice because I remember one time I was like, how do you like write such good content? Like when you write a post or you write, you write a hook. It's like, mm -hmm. how do you do that? She's like, well, I just think about what would stop me. Like yeah. what would get my attention? Mm -hmm. Right. And so now I do the same thing as like, as I'm scrolling through, I see something that resonates. I'm like, oh, that got my attention. I'll stop and I'll, I'll save it. Same thing with emails. Mm -hmm. Like I get battered with emails. Like after our, our last business got on the ink list, the top five, <laughs> it was like, I got an, e I got like 20 emails a day. Mm -hmm. well, my email was also really easy to guess. <laughs> so that probably didn't help. It was like, just like my first name, but so I don't do that anymore, but I was getting blasted, but I was like, Oh, okay. So I get to see everybody's like B2B cold market, you know, email pitch. Yeah. And, and a million different subject lines. And so I just like pull and save all of those emails that yeah. caught my attention. All the swipes. And then whenever the team needs something, I'm just like, hey, like here's a whole, here's a whole list. And so I train my creative director to do the same thing. Yeah. So I had them saved in a bunch of different places. I would save them on Facebook just as saved. I would save them on Instagram as saved. I would screenshot them. I would uh, save the links to them. And if it was like graphics, I, I had like a folder in my iPhone. That if I screenshotted something, I have a specific folder called ads on my phone where I just immediately added it to that album. If I was like screenshotting something that I'm seeing on the internet somewhere or somewhere that's not like I can't just save it to Facebook or save it to Instagram. And so I kept all these things in these folders. And every Monday, every Monday I would open these folders and I would say, okay, what are we trying to move right now? What product are we trying to move? What are we, what are we doing a promotion for? What ads, like what type of creative are we needing for a specific product? So say, say right now we were like, okay, we're going to do something for strategy days and we're going to run an ad for strategy days that we do and meet with seven, eight figure entrepreneurs and, you know, help them uh, accelerate their growth and, and go through their business and stuff. And I'm like, okay, if that's the thing that we want to push towards, or it's the mastermind that we're doing, what are these ads that I have saved has something in it or has specific copy or has a good idea that I could work off of to build a new one. So I'm not starting from scratch, sitting in front of a blank doc saying, okay, what copy am I going to write to get people to do a strategy day, right? I'm going and looking and learning at the things that stopped me and saying, okay, that's great. I see how I can tweak this and I can change this to make it for our strategy day that we want to run. It's like ad hacking. Yes. It's basically, it's this ad, is hacking. ad hacking. Yeah. And cause, so, cause like, and, and guys, even like with AI tools now, mm -hmm. you know, you can go to chat GPT and tell it to write you an ad, yeah. but it doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah. And so if you go look at the marketplace, mm -hmm. 
And are you going to talk about the tools? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so she's going to talk about the tools. But if you go to the marketplace and see what's working now, and then you just model it, yep. right? Like, oh, this headline's so good, or the way they introduced it, or the way that they use like, I mean, we see all of it on our own feeds. We just don't realize we're seeing it. Like, like I remember at one point it was like it would be someone like stirring a bowl of like egg yolks would be like the intro and it would just like get your attention. Yeah, it had nothing to do with it. Yeah, nothing to do with it. And then like, and then it would get your attention. Then you'd watch the ad kind of thing. So stuff like that, where you take the concept and then you would figure out how to apply it to our brand. Yeah. And so when I'm talking about like this ad hacking process, I like that you named it that. Yeah, it's totally what it is. My ad hacking process. Um, I always would try to stay out of my industry. So I would just want to highlight this before I tell you guys the tools, instead of looking at other weight loss ads or instead of looking at other consulting ads, because guess what? The people you're trying to feed these ads up to, they're seeing all these people's ads as well. Like they've, they've shown interest in these things. So they're seeing everyone else that's your competitors. They're seeing their ads too. So it's like, I don't want my ads to sound like my competitors ads. So I'm not going to hack their ads. I'm going to go hack other industries ads of things that are working in these other types of categories that I can bring into our industry. So it's a first moving type of ad for like our for your, industry for, our, for your demo. Yes. For, totally for, makes for sense. our demo. Right. Cause I don't want it to look like everybody else that is serving up these ads. So, okay. So here's how you ad hack. So for me, um, a lot of you, if you don't know about Facebook ads library, this is a free, um, you can go to Facebook ads library.com. I believe it's, it's still the link and you can, you can see every, everything that has a Facebook page. If you know their Facebook page, you can look it up there and you can see all their running ads. Okay. Um, TikTok ads library. This is the same thing. You can see up all their ads, but it's not going to give you that. These two are not going to give you the analytics of, of what the other ones are that I'm going to explain. There's VidTal, which this one is YouTube. So if you're someone that runs YouTube ads, you get a, um, you get a membership to VidTal. You can literally see every YouTube video, every analytic, how long the ad's been running, the conversion rates, um, all kinds of stuff like that. If you're specific to YouTube, that's like the deep dive just for YouTube one. And then there's ones like content studio that'll show you all kinds of organic content and ads that are being ran on like Facebook and Instagram. Um, my favorite, my absolute favorite is big spy. So big spy, it has all the platforms worked into it. It's got Snapchat. It's got TikTok, It's got YouTube. It's got Instagram. It's got Facebook. It's got all of it. And so what I would do, <laughs> this just died. Plug, plug that in because I'm going to need, I'm going to need that. Um, so what I would do with big spies, I would go on there and you can go search by a topic. You can search by an industry. You can search by a person or a page um, and, and it'll show you all of their ad sets. Okay. And then you can sort by popularity. So the thing I like about big spies, it shows you a total popularity score, meaning how many people, how much reach this ad got, how much conversion this ad is getting, how many people have commented on it, how many people have liked it. So you can literally sort by popularity score of, of people's um, highest converting ads. And the thing that I also love about big spy is that I can see how long this ad has been running. So uh, all the other ones, like it'll show you, okay, this is what it's converting at right now. Big Spy will show you, okay, this ad has been running for 190 days. Dude, if someone's got an ad running and converting at this rate for 190 days, like, come on, you guys know how ads work. Like you turn them on one day and like three days later, you turn it off. If there's one running for 190 days, like that is a great ad to be hacking. Like, what is it that they did? And I, so I go and I start collecting 
top performing ads on Big Spy, you can save them. You can make categories. So I categorize by product. So if I see an ad, I'm like, okay, this would be a great thing to hack for a protein shake, I would put in that category. This is a great thing to hack for a strategy day, I put in that category. This is a great thing to hack for a lead magnet. This is a great thing to hack for a webinar. And so I had buckets of what type of product that I was gonna use this ad for to hack for that product, right? To sell that product or so move you in that position. And so I'd sort it that way. Leverage everybody else's marketing yeah. team and copy and testing and their yes. budgets yeah. before your own. Absolutely. So I did this. Um, so good. That's basically what you're doing. A great example of this would be, you guys remember the, the poopery ad? The one with the lady sitting on the toilet in the bathroom. She's in that fancy dress. Oh, yeah. And it's like the, the you know, poop spray ad. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is like one of the, the top ads. And I remember seeing it on YouTube. Okay. I saw it as a YouTube ad the first time I saw it. And so, you know, you go look it up on Big Spy. It's running. It's converting. It's amazing. Like it's crushing it. And that's what we modeled um, our my snarky mom ad after was that poopery ad. And so the fact that I went and hacked not even close to an industry of mine, right? It's a poop spray. All right. We sell weight loss. <laughs> and so I went and looked at that ad and I looked at the caption and I looked at the copy. I looked at the script and I go through this process of, of trying to discern what about this ad is making it work. What are the buckets that are making it work? Is it the copy? Is it the hook? Is it the script? Is it the relatability? Is it the location? Is it the action, the visuals on screen? What is making this ad convert as high as it is? And so I'll check those things off in my mind um, when I'm looking at it and say, okay, this ad's working because it has great copy. It's super relatable and it's snarky. Like you don't normally hear things like this. It's a very unique ad, right? And so I'll, I'll save all those and, and put them in there. And you, you sort by the popularity score. You look and make sure it's a converting ad. You save them. And then on that Monday, I come to my buckets. I come to my buckets in, in Big Spy and on my Facebook. And even when I see things on Facebook and save as ads, I'll go and type them into Big Spy and see how it's actually doing. Mm. Like, is there just money running behind this or is it actually converting? Like, you always want to double check the things that you're saving because you don't want to go spend your own money and your time and your focus uh, replicating or hacking an ad that's not actually converting right? Yeah. Not to say that you can't put your own spin to make it work. You absolutely can, but you, it's good to, to double check it, right? And so I would go look at all my buckets. Oh, the other great one is uh, there's actually a widget, a plugin for your browser, for the Chrome browser. And it's called, um, it's called, I have it written here, uh, Facebook ads plugin. If you type that into your Chrome widgets, you can literally plug in to where when you open up your Facebook feed on your desktop, you can click this button and it'll only show you ads in your Facebook feed. So this is like the only way I've scrolled Facebook for is like years. Is this why years. your online shopping gets so lit? Yes, it is. It I remember is, you telling is. me this. You're like, I wish I could just see ads only. And I was like, I bet I can. I bet I can. And I and so I can. So if I go on desktop and I, I flip this switch, it literally will only show me ads. So then I can literally scroll through because I'm the demo of my customer, right? I'm also in the same demo. So I can scroll the ads of what's being served up to me and find like what stops me like these are all things that i would buy you know like baby pajamas and like clothes for me or whatever so it's like what stops me and actually want gets me to buy and i save those things so that's a great plugin to have yes. as well so good so i see what's working then i dissect the anatomy of it of why it's working um i screenshot it i screenshot it i save it and so when i sit down at this document on monday morning and I think, okay, what do we want to, what are we pushing this week? What are we moving towards? I'll go and find those ads and I'll say, okay, this graphic right here, this graphic that's hot pink and says, um, and says, you've never had something like this before, right? 
just for an example, you've never tasted something like this before. And I would be like, okay, that that's a great something that would be used for an ad for, for lean, for a protein shake. Okay. This thing is high converting. It's working. I screenshot it. I put it at the top of the document. And then what I do is I make the first round of copy for the graphic, the first round of copy for what the ad will actually say in the caption. I write the headline and I write the call to action for this ad. Okay. The first one. So I'll say, make this pink. I want it to be pink. I want it to have neon letters. I want it to have this image of a shake on it. And then I'll put, here's the, the copy for the ad should actually say, instead of saying, instead of saying, um, you've never had something this good, it should say, you've never had something that tastes this good. Cause now I'm going to push it towards lean. Right. You're right? just taking it, modeling it and ad adjusting it for your own. Right. And by the way, guys, like if you, that, if you're not that type of person who's going to do the scope, like she is like, you could just find the ads and like drop the screenshot and record a loom and just talk about like how it could be adjusted and send it to your agency. Yeah. Right. If you have an agency, mm -hmm. right. Like I think going the next layer of like the headline and the call to action is awesome. But like, if you're not that person, like who on your team could do that. Yeah. Right. Or you could give them the process that she's talking about and give that to your director of marketing, right. Or to your agency. And so I think that the key thing here is you're leveraging the creative power and the current marketplace results of all kinds of other companies and other teams mm -hmm. so that you're just not starting from scratch. Yeah. Right. You're modeling, you're ad hacking. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. And so I just, just, I'm over here thinking like, how do you, how can they implement How can you yeah. guys implement this? Yeah. I would definitely say go with someone on your team first that helps write for you because you guys will always know the messaging of your customer better than the agency or tell them, simply tell them what you want the ad to say, because you know the messaging better. So even if you don't want to go as full as like the doing the headline and, and the call to action, give them the premise of what the messaging should say on the ad. Because like you can't just hand that off to your agency and think they know how to speak to your customer right. like you do. Like do film a loom video yeah. and talk and I, about it. And I it. filmed the loom and I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get there in just a second. But um, I would do three iterations of this ad. So I would say make it pink with yellow letters, make it lime green with hot pink letters, make it white with uh, pink letters really small to where they have to like click on it to read it, right? And so I'd give like different ideas for iterations of this ad. And then I'd move on to the next one. That's an example of, of graphic, a graphic, like what I call static ad. And then I would also do this for like videos. And so with a video or like a GIF, there was, I remember this great one that ended up crushing it for us. And it was a freaking dental office. You guys, it was a traveling. <laughs> no way. I yes, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a dental app where you could like, it was this app you download and you could schedule like your doctor's, it was a doctor, doctor appointment to your house. And doctors would come. And so you sign up for this app. I and need then that. It's like DoorDash for doctors to come to your house, basically. And the way they had done this ad is they had like a rolling video up top of like showing a doctor arriving to the door, the family greeting them at the door, um, like all the process, the doctor coming to the house, the checkup is happening on video on the top half of like, think like a real um, ratio, like the ratio of like a real video, you know, or like TikTok video. Yep. And then the bottom half was customer testimonies rolling through at the same time that you're watching the process of what's happening. You're seeing what people are saying about it. And I was like, oh, this is so good. 
this is so good. Like, this is great. And it was a freaking doctor app. And so what I did is I took the link to that video that I had saved in my folder. I put it in the document and I told my team, I want, I want a unboxing video. Cause we had unboxing videos of like lean, getting to the house, the, the, the pink lady boss box, me bringing it in, open it up, getting the lean out, making a shake. I was like, I want that walkthrough, like box uh, unboxing video at the top of this, all the way through making a shake. And at the bottom, I want our best customer reviews. And I even went so far to go pick the ones specifically, the testimonies that I wanted to use, because I had a whole folder of testimonies. Um, and so I went and picked the testimonies I wanted to use. And I said, like, these five ladies are the testimony. And here it is, right? Here's the link to the, the thing. And, um, and then I said, okay, so I want it to look like this version one and then version two, I want it to just have one testimony. And then version three, I want it to also, I wanted to say free samples, like get your free samples here instead of having the, the testimony. And then on version four, I want this. And so basically, and I would usually give like the first three and I'd let them iterate however they wanted to for the second two. So if you think about this, I did this for about five to 10 ads a week. So if I did this five ads a week, I'm giving them five new pieces of creative that all are getting five iterations done of the ad. Like number one, it's a new ad. And then it each has five versions of itself. Yeah, it's 25 That's campaigns. 25 campaigns. When I'm doing 10, it's 50 campaigns. So then the next week we're launching 50 new ads, right? 50 new ads to try. And that's how we'd find top performers. And so then in the come in the next week, I would look and say, okay, what's performing. And so over the last month, I would look at all these scopes that I've done, all of these ad hacks that I've done that have now launched. And I would, I would dissect, okay, which ones are working and which ones aren't right. And the ones that are working, let's do more of this. And so I would take those top five and say, okay, here's the top five that are really converting and working well. How do we now iterate these a whole other level to where now we insert different footage and we insert different testimonies or we use different colors. Like how do we iterate this more? And then how do I create more like this for a different product or a different service or in a totally different way? That's still this format that's converting for us. And so on top of that, I would also do the five new ads for that week. And so that's how we created like top performers every single week. And we outconvert ourselves like every single time, week over week over week and never run, ran out of creative. And you'll get to the point too, where I was just giving version one. I would say, here's version one. My team had been through the process so many times, your agency been through the process of doing this so many times that then I'm like, here's version one. And then they go make version two through five happen without help. If you're an agency right now and you're listening, you could literally use this as your agency, as your creative process. <laughs> Right. Like I don't want to like underestimate or like understate the value of this right now because you don't need to create it from scratch. Mm -hmm. You don't like if you just understand your customers' pains and dreams and your unique value proposition, there's three things. Your customers' pain, your customers' dreams, and the unique value proposition of what you have. And you integrate that into basically that those those words into these ads that you're modeling. Like it's, you have endless creative, right? You don't need to reinvent anything. You don't have to sit at a blank canvas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's like you have the model and as the entrepreneur, you could sit and just brain dump on loom with these ads in front of you. And, and if you have a team or an agency to hand it off to, like, there you go. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's the sauce. Yeah. And so, so good. And so I, when I'd finished the document, what I would do is I would film a loom. So I didn't even do, I didn't have a meeting for this. Like. 
you know, you had a meeting for me for this and I canceled that meeting and was like, I'm just going to send a loom because I, I hate meetings. If you don't know me, I hate meetings. Um, She's like, I just canceled it. <laughs> I canceled it. Um, and so what I would do is I would, I would turn on loom and I would walk through the document and I would show them, okay, here's this graphic. This is exactly what I want. Here's what I'm picturing. Here's my idea for this ad. And this would be a two minute loom. This isn't like a long explainer. Everything is written out for them. I'm just giving them the overall theme of what I'm looking for, for each one. So it's clearly communicated. And I would talk to my graphic designer. I would talk to my videographer different, right? Like my video editor, because there it's two different sets of ads. The ones that were like real style or gifts, like that's my video guy. The ones that are static graphic ads, that's my graphic designer. And so I would say, Hey, you know, so-and-so, Hey, Ben, for the graphics, this is what I'm looking for and this is what I want. And then I'd say, hey, uh, Joe, for the video editing, this is what I want for the videos. And I want it to be 30 seconds and I want it to be fast paced. And I want it to be like all the things that the graphic guy isn't needing to deal with. And I would speak to them separately and I would have them sorted separately on the document, the videos from the graphics. So my guys could just go to exactly where their job is of the things that they need to get done. And then they'd send me back the versions and I'd say, yep, that's it. And then the the new campaigns would launch. I, I remember week. when we started doing this, like the, the impact on the ROAS. Yeah. And the ad spend. Yeah, because was... you're like, Kaylin, you need to get back on the ads. And I was like, okay, how do I get back on the ads? And I'm like, well, what if I just did what I always did when I was just doing it? And then I just like did all of that and then sent it to the team yeah. to actually create it instead yeah. of me. Yeah, and it's like, and no matter where you are listening to this, whether you're going to do it yourself because yeah. you're new and you're going to use ChatGPT to help you yeah. or you have uh, the editor and the video, uh, you have the video editor and you have the graphic designer that you can hand it off to and you give them the copy, or you're at the point where you have someone who can write copy and you just give them the scope and the idea mm -hmm. and you send it over to them. Like, or you hand this entire process off to a higher level marketing creative mind, right? Like you could do any of those options to implement this like right now. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. So if you want, if you want the secret hack to, to ads, that's exactly how you do it. So stop, stop trying to put it all in one ad and go make a bunch of ads and different versions of ads and hack what's actually already working and people already have ads been behind go hack those things ad hacking yeah ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we've got our ad hacking show here today i love it i love it so Guy oh go ahead you gonna go go ahead i'll go so thanks so much guys for listening to the big business mistakes podcast show sorry show pod show the pod show showcast oh the showcast i like that better the big mis business mistakes showcast yeah to make it even more of a tongue twister uh all this is help for you guys the reviews please leave us a five-star review tell me what your biggest nugget was from today like what was your big takeaway what was your aha moment we love reading them we read every single one we only read the five-star review though so make sure to leave a five-star review so the ones we read and <laughs> <laughs> and i hope this That's was amazing. helpful go implement this and watch how your ad spend and your all of your conversion takes off and goes through the roof so if you want a growth hack that's it right there so i appreciate you being here with us and we'll see you next time Love Bye. It. see you guys